0: Alright folks, welcome back to another episode of the Boombastic Cast. And you know what? You've been saved by the bell. And you know why? Because we got a great guest on the show that, you know, was on that show as well as a bunch of other shows. You know, a bunch of really cool flicks. Um, Definitely a great contender for the Boombastic Cast show. And if you did not read the headline yet then you you don't know, but I feel like you guys know. I feel like you guys read that headline and know that we have the great Troy Froman with us today. You know what I mean? From Saved by the Bell, you know, you got shrunken heads, perfect weapon, you know, his first thing ever return to the Living Dead. You know, he's in some Who's of the who's the Bow, some married with children.
1: And he was also uh, in Dark Man, one of my Favorite uh, Sam
0: Raimi films that Hell I doesn't yeah. get enough love? Hell yeah! I got the poster hanging up at the, in the office. Um, yeah, yeah the, the gentleman's been a little bit everywhere, which is what we like on the BoomBastic cast. You know, he ain't no perfect stranger to perfect strangers either. Neither. You know, we're trying things a little different this week with the audio. We're taking. Uh, we're almost on the road. Consider us on the road, folks. All right, we're going to be on the road, and Troy's on the road. Um, it's all one of those things. You know, Troy's so, he's so poppin' that we, we, the time that we got him for, gentleman doesn't even have time to sit down in a chair in the living room, man. You know what I mean? It's really tragic, dude, but it's a positive thing that he's working so hard. He's also in just the ten of us. I met up with him in the Facebook forum. A couple of years ago, I think. He's a real funny dude. And he's a, a supporter of the independent arts, you know what I mean? You know, Hawk, do you want to say anything else about this gentleman before we pop up into this episode?
1: Uh, not much other than, uh, as Matt said, he's been in so many great things. And he has uh, uh, a great career. And he's always fun. I mean, I love watching him in all these different projects. And uh he's a very nice guy. I mean I enjoy talking to him and uh he's pretty down to earth, which is always nice.
0: (laughs) I agree with that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So listen, um how do you pronounce the last name? Um I'm uh Hawk, H A S K just like the bird.
0: And I'm a fisher. Yeah, hawk.
1: Hawk. You don't pronounce it Hayek?
2: Oh, no, no. You pronounce it Hawk
1: like the bird. At least, it is that's how I've been doing it for the last 40 years. <laughs> Look, that's a good thing, because when I first saw your last name, what came to my mind instantly was a drunk uh, redneck going, Hey, Al, call your call, your call, your call. We all true.
2: That's funny. Thank you. I'm going to make you laugh. Um, so listen, before you interview me, I got a couple questions for you. Okay, that's cool. Right? We got, I gotta try to get two hours for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So who's your partner's name?
0: Life partner, uh, Matthew. Matthew Fisher. That's who's
2: in the room
0: now. I'm in the room, baby.
2: <laughs> so uh, I guess you just answer my next question: you have a girlfriend? I, I, I got that now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we are we are in two separate rooms, but we share the same body somehow.
2: Well, I, I was gonna ask you what color underwear your girlfriend's wearing, but his will do
0: too. What color is he wearing? I got uh, polka dots. That's how uh, we do. Yeah. You
1: know. Steamy Jack,
0: that's for sure. Yeah. So, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get serious now. I mean, I can talk bad um, language, right? Or of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely
1: Absolutely, yeah goes There's No No political Correct here Oh, okay Fiddle sticks then Okay
2: <laughs> Now The last question I noticed uh, You were an actor So I looked you up On IMDb And I noticed You have a lot of Freaking crappy Credits just like me How many You have a lot of stuff What's your uh, Biggest role that you did
1: uh, I would say uh, my favorite and best uh, role I've been in is uh, a film, uh, DJ Stan the Man, um, which uh, we uh, produced and uh, put together, Matt directed.
2: Uh, can you do me a favor when, when we're done? Just send me links of s- some stuff that I can watch from of you, because I'm not just an actor, I'm a fan, and so when I see like uh, the credits that I saw for you, you know, it just makes me happy. Oh, and by the way... You know, we're both in It Wants Blood. You know yeah. that, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, c- remind me which character you are. I watched it twice. Once drunk and I don't remember, and once <laughs> I do remember.
1: <laughs> um, uh, my character's name was uh, Rusty Custard. I was uh, uh, I was the one was talking uh, about uh, of uh, do du- uh, du- um you know, not allowing me to come over to his toga party and uh, uh, trying to think of what else I said. The,
0: be- the best way, we were both, um, we were like corrupt politicians that in the beginning we talk about how much we hate him and then we talk about how much we love him after he, he, he's gone to the dark side.
2: So, yeah. it's, you t- it's you two
0: in the scene? Hey, we share the same body, like I told you, man. <laughs> yeah. N- you
2: know, ah. I'm looking look for that again. Anyway, uh, mm. the only reason I did It once, Blood is because he said I want to put you in a scene with Eric Roberts. So, I'm well, like, hell yeah. So, I did it for that so I can get on my next demo real clip. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen the movie, yeah?
0: Of course. Yeah. Eric Roberts it, it, is the man. You know what I mean?
2: I would have to say it's James' best movie, uh... For a
0: lot of different reasons But you know There's so many things You know It can't be perfect What do you think? Oh We, we often I think when, After we watched that film For the first time I think we both said That we thought it was James' best film And we, we're, we're We're very friendly with James We've known James for I don't know Six, seven years by now Um We've been in a couple of his films, associate produced a couple of the films, good dude. But yeah, I definitely think that this was like a new a new milestone, a new uh, plateau, if you will, for James, you know what I mean? Um, yeah,
2: associate producer mean get dollars, right? Well,
0: we can't disclose official numbers. The lawyers don't like that stuff.
2: DC asked me that too. Do you want to be in a, a producer, credit on here, dollars? So I said, you're paying me? And then I, and I
1: heard cricket sounds, and I like, I'm just joking. I know you want the money from me, but
2: I'll, I'll donate my acting for you. And that's when he gave me the
0: scene with Eric Roberts. Well, that's very good to hear. And I appreciate hearing good, good man stuff like that because, uh, you know, low-budget films, you know, we, he needs the support of people, the community coming together to make them, you know. Sometimes the money's not always there, but um, it's better than watching TV, I guess, you know what I mean? It's one of those things. But getting the yeah, work, so
2: then, uh, yeah. I asked him for other, if, you know, I, I was out, I uh, had a foot injury, I was recovering on the couch for a while, so I asked him if I could do anything at, at home because I was bored, so I did a, a thing for the um, Hollywood Werewolf, where I'm a, I play, a, I'm auditioning for the um, Life and Death of an Avocado.
0: I think, yeah, I think the Hawkman is in there too. You and him must have been yeah, going for the yeah, same... I did, I did, uh, did the same, uh, same thing. I, I, I sent one of those things in. Oh, yeah, you, got, yeah. you guys are going um, for the no, same role.
1: No, no, no. I, 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 I auditioned as a guy who just loves avocados. Oh, wow. I
2: painted myself green and I got really into it. You know, it'll be a nice big surprise. I, I, I did it in one take and I think it's so fucking funny. I support that. So then I, I did that, and I also did, um, the Catch of the Day Part 2. Yep. But, that, that's weird, because, um, me and James were recruited by this other guy, um, I can't remember his, exact, Christopher O'Dowley, it's called, a movie called, uh, Cadillac Respect. Yeah. So he's in another state, and he asked me to, to shoot with James, like, we're, we're cops, and the, the whole scene, and the improv, and, he, and that guy paid us he over the line and so James and I uh, went to my parents house and I I got these props for free from a prop master and it's a funny little scene but the thing is I see uh, that was for of Respect and all of a sudden I see a credit appear for Catch of the Day Part 2 I'm like James what the hell I, I didn't work on this movie he goes no I used the scene from Catalog Respect and I put it in my movie with permission from the director but I don't know if that's true or not and anyway, I didn't give a shit because I got two credits out of that one scene. You know what I mean?
0: Hey, two birds of one stone. I like that.
2: Yeah, that's great. So if you ever want to see that scene, uh, Catch of the Day Part Two is out uh, on platforms. Yeah. And his and my scene is in there, and the other one I did for him is Killer Waves Part Two. I said can I do anything uh, for you? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm itching to just act. I'll do, you know, I'll do another one for free. Yeah. So he told me to meet me at the beach. Meet him at the beach, and we played these undercover cops. The whole thing was improv. And then that that guy in the uh, uh, uh the diver's helmet.
0: Yeah, the unholy yeah. diver.
1: He's known as the. Um, unholy. Diver, I yeah, think. the
0: unholy diver. Yeah. What?
1: Uh, unholy diver?
2: Uh, yeah, the unholy diver. Thank you. Yeah. So I get killed by him. There's pictures of that on Facebook. The, the eel comes out of his stomach and, and bites into my neck, and an uh, effect made, uh, made by Joe Casper who's one of the best in the businesses, oh, He's
0: Always working. Yeah, he's the best. You know I mean? We love Joe. We love okay. Joe, yeah. Joe is going to be on the show in the future.
2: Did you ever meet him?
0: Never. Not me.
2: Because you've been in so many horror movies, I thought you met all the guys. Um, yeah, so the thing I said the James, that, better thing, that thing better have electricity coming out of it. Because only there will be. So I, I believe him after watching it once blood that he's going to put those electricity things in there. So, like, I'm an undercover cop, and then the, uh, I sit to the unholy diver, I grab him by his shoulders, I said, You ruined my fucking day off at the beach, you motherfucker. So, you the, the eel comes out and kills me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I really hand that one off. So, uh, <laughs> I've done, like, three for James and that's it he wanted me to co-star in the um million danger yeah yeah the new one I just got off a movie called um amigo rising Mm. and you know Thomas Churchill yeah yeah Yeah. all of a sudden out of the blue he he just he he saw my work on Facebook or whatever and he said I have a role for you if you want and he gave me a uh a partisan uh, officer Malloy I have seventh billing in it. I worked like eight days on it. It's the best part I've ever had. It like starts out at Mayberry, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, nice town, everything's going perfect. And this acid rain, it's kind of like Return of the Living Dead Part Two. Um, this bomb goes off at this military base and mix the fumes mix with the rain. So all the acid rain comes down and starts turning people into zombies. And that's about all I can probably say without pissing them off. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds cool. It's a trilogy. There's Amityville Harvest. You heard of that one, right? hmm Oh yeah, yeah. That's the vampire one. Now coming out any day now, he says, uh, in the middle of summer is Amityville Moon. It's the werewolf version. Yeah. Which I had no idea he was shooting. And then he called me Amityville Rising is the zombie version. And he says it's his favorite. And from what I read, you know, it's it's really cool. I can't wait to see it. He's always working. I've I've dominated most of the conversation, so is there questions
0: you want to ask me? Well, so usually we'd do a little something like this, we'd go in 1988 you popped on the scene with your first acting credit. Alright? And that credit was in a film that you mentioned not too long ago, Return of the Living Dead Part 2.
2: Yeah, well I don't know if that's my first movie, but uh, I'll, I'll go into that.
0: Yeah, it was first credited at least. Those IMDb people are crazy. It took me 10, 10 effing uh,
2: forms, uh, persistence for like a year and a half to get that uncredited credit. Yeah. They finally believed me. And I had people write into them. So after like a little campaign, they finally gave it to me. Because here's the situation. Yeah. I, opened the, I was living at my parents' house, and I opened a newspaper one day in the San Fernando Valley and he goes zombies and soldiers wanted for a zombie movie so I don't know need of a Return of the Living Part 2 already I got an instant boner because that first one was one of my favorite movies yeah so they were sitting like um, me- a meeting time in a parking lot in Valencia and so before I went down there I went to the supermarket and I bought some cow springs that were in this like, container so when I got up there and I signed in there was Paula Fox, the producer, and and their, her husband. I don't remember his name. And I said, "I'll eat these brains right now if you put these in, me in your movie." Oh no, no, no! Just sign in. You, you, you're an extra. That's fine. So they used me. <laughs> I threw the brains away, and I, I made the article in the newspaper the next day about it. So I was uh, since I lived at home and I had all the time on my hands. I, we went to Sierra Madre and I played soldiers and I played zombie background background extras. And I got my friends involved in it too. So I helped Paula, you know, with the background. And so one day I get a phone call from her and she says, Troy, do you want to be a featured, um, a featured player driving the army truck? And I hell oh, yeah. So I got down there and they, they put me in the tarp and the director, um, Ken Wiederhorn, handed me his personal lighter and a fake joint and he told me what to do with the steering wheel and the music. And I could tell the guy next to me was pissed off that he didn't get my part. Yeah. So he was, like, bitter the whole time and left. So that, that's how I got that. I lucked into it.
0: Yeah, I love Return of the Living Dead Part Two. It's one of those films that's funny. You'll hear people not give it as much love as the first one. I mean, the first one's incredible. But I think the second one, I even, the third one's even really good, too.
1: Yeah, I, I
2: did watch the third one. It's good, too. Yeah, I, yeah, I, did. I did. You know? But the, the the part two has got so much money involved in it. I mean, it's a beautifully shot, great effects, mm-hmm. great humor. I loved it.
0: You got MJ, you get a Michael Jackson thriller zombie and it. You can't go wrong.
2: I was there that <laughs> night. I was there that night. <laughs> oh. All that Howard Church stuff.
0: What a picture that would have been. You know what I mean? Classic. I love that one, and they're not afraid to kill the kid. That, they, they kill the kid, like the bully kid that gets killed. It's uh, that's why the, that film is so creepy because it's not afraid to kind of go there. Now you said you were a horror fan, right?
1: A
2: what?
0: A horror fan? Horror movies? Oh,
2: I'm a, I'm a big horror fan. That's why I got into acting. Is my love for horror? Wait, well, yeah. What, fiction and
0: fantasy? What? How? Yeah. Tell us about that. You know, where your love for horror came from.
2: Yeah, yeah, I watched everything, you know, Twilight Zone, Night Gallery, anything. I couldn't wait, I stayed at my, when I was a kid, I stayed at my grandparents on the weekend, and I couldn't wait for the TV guy to arrive. Yeah. So I'd open every page, and I'd circle every science fiction, fantasy, horror movie, you know, going back to The Mummy and the Frankenstein, and, you know, anything, anything, and i made sure to watch it, and I just couldn't get enough, and then, when I was like 14, I decided, I want to be... At least a dead body on a sidewalk in a horror movie—that could really? would me so happy. Yeah. But I just kept going and going and going, and now I'm co-starring in horror films. Hell
0: yeah! Yeah, the generation that got to grow up with the Twilight Zone really was lucky because they, they were really so well written, and you know what I mean. There were a lot of think, a lot of films. I think took,
1: back in Tina. <laughs>
0: exactly. Look, perfect example right there. Yeah A lot of films stole You know Stole some of those plots To go, to go into uh, You know Like Child's Play I felt was def- Definitely pulled From Talkantino So Did you
2: see yes Head?
0: Yes the uh, great- That's
2: one of my favorites
0: That is a fun That That's a really fun movie Full Moon You know Had the big release on that Richard Elfman it, You know From like The Forbidden Zone Director of The Forbidden Zone uh, Which is like A fantastic movie I think there's a sequel Coming to it i
2: been shooting that For like Five years ago. Also I'm sorry I've got off track more, more of the early stuff
0: No I mean so, we can You
2: know yeah, I want I to go on With the early stuff When I first started uh, I graduated high school Had a girlfriend And I decided I want to do more Than make sandwiches At my dad's deli I want to try to do This acting thing and you know? Yeah I got a You ever heard of Dramalot?
0: lot Dremelot? Yeah No There's a
2: publication That came out every week At the newsstand. drama huh. lot.
0: No I'm not familiar
2: well, in the, this is back when I was young. I'm, I'm 54. This is when I was um, maybe 21, right? Yeah. So every week, you know, they have uh, articles about actors and whatever, advertisements, and in the back was their classifieds for independent films. So I, I submitted myself. I got my own pictures, and I started building a little resume out of you know extra work, or whatever, and you know, it's, you know made it bigger than you know like normal people do with their resumes mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's when I started doing extra work and student films and I paid my dues and then I started getting uh, speaking parts in movies like um, Speak of the Devil this is like 1991 I was the hottest Speak of the Devil Street Soldiers the other, the other
1: little ones that you see there mm-hmm. and then I finally um met uh, a guy
0: named Donald G. Jackson Have you heard of that name um, no, not off the top of my head.
2: He, he passed away, but he, he, he directed uh, 1972 or something like that, the My Demon Lover.
0: Oh, I'm and very, was, yeah.
2: I know that movie. It comes to frog town,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, a
2: good one.
0: Rest in peace.
2: Right.
0: I know the films, not, not the names, film. unfortunately.
2: Yeah, and he did the rollerblade. Mmm. Which is a horrible movie, but made tons of money. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> so, in Drama Log, they asked, um, they're looking for a cy- uh, psycho brothers. I showed up and I, I read the script in front of him and this other guy, with, with a, another guy named Bill Black as my brother, and the chemistry was so right. It just handed us the scripts and say, uh, Can you work for 50 bucks a day? And I'm all, it's, this is a lead psycho role. I'm all, hell yeah, because I would have done it for free. Yeah. So, you ever see Kill Kill Overkill? Yes was on USA up all night. Yep. Remember
0: that? Oh, I love USA with Gilbert Gottfried and um, what was the lady? Um oh it's killing me. think of it. Yeah, I'll think of it. But yeah, I remember that with Gilbert Gottfried. That was great. Well,
2: from
0: what my knowledge I was on twice. Gilbert hosted it once and and then the other lady, um Linda. Uh was it Gilda? Um, Linda. let me see. Yeah. Rhonda Spears. Rhonda, yeah, Ronda R- yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on to something.
2: Rhonda Shears.
0: Yes, I think that's it.
2: So they both hosted uh, Kill, Kill, Overkill.
0: Did, um, was, that, was that any of the Newcomb High movies? They were on Up All Night, I believe, as well. They were. Troma had yeah, a good deal going on.
2: Eric Luzil was on, uh, it was titled The Mercenaries at the time.
0: Yeah.
2: Or all Bet at, uh, This is through Drama long too Mm-hmm. We met at this guy's apartment. Um, we signed a, you know, they looked at us and the, oh, you guys want to work for free and get into a motorhome and go to the Washington State Forest for of a course, week? Of course. I'm all, Hell yeah. yeah. So I I just basically uh, said goodbye to my parents for a week and got into the motorhome and shot. Have you seen it? For, it's all called Fortress of America.
0: Fortress of America.
2: Coma With, released it. Triple produced it.
0: It's got the triple K in it. I see.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: It's getting crazy. So,
2: we shot a lot, a lot of that in the in the rainforest, which is beautiful.
0: That is, and nice. all the
2: pickup shots we did in Eric's backyard. He put up army tents. We actually slept in army tents for like three nights in a row, and they're like real soldiers. They're living it. So we, we we camped out out there. It was fun. So, you know, I got a post drawing roll out of it. And what else? What else wanted to say? That okay. Going on. Then Eric said, um, well, the next movie I'm doing is Plast of My Part II.
0: Yeah.
2: If you want to play Yoki sidekick, you'll be in most of the scenes. I'm like, hell yeah. And then this stupid-ass movie called Night Tour came along and auditioned me as a bigger part as a vampire. Mm. So I, I kind of like bailed out on Eric, except for, you know, I said I can work a few days. So that's why you're singing it. The Nuke of Nuka My Part Two you don't see me in the, as much as I should have been yeah I was working on a stupid ass vampire movie that never got uh it never finished it and it cost me 15 days of the month to film it so that was that's one of the trash can if you go to my YouTube video my YouTube channel yeah you can see a, like a primitive pre- preview that the guy put together and gave it to me and you can see a couple of my scenes as the vampire
0: and this was like early 90s
2: Yes, it's the same year as Nuka
0: too How was the uh, the com- the community over there? You know, when you said the film, you know, you you, 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 you regret kind of not doing as much in the other one because you jumped to the other one. Was, <clears throat> was that as common <clears throat> as it is like nowadays? with films just falling to the wayside financially or whatever.
2: Well, let me tell you, my biggest regret ever. Yeah, because of the stupid vampire movie, I had to. Use, oh, let's talk. To, did you see *Hunger Rascals*?
0: Mm no
2: Alright, you gotta go to um, Tubi and watch Kung Fu Rascals Let me tell you, Yeah. You Steve Wang
0: Yeah, 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 the Kung Fu guy
2: Yeah, well He directed Kung Fu Rascals And the Donald Jackson Called me and he says uh, Hey Steve, who did the heads for the frogs On El Town? Mm. See so he goes He's looking for a, a guy of my stature A white guy I mean, which he met was kind of heavy, a stature, and it's a co-starring part. So I met with him and, the, and his crew. Uh, uh, Ted Smith is an incredible model maker. Unless you've seen him, um, so they shot in Super Eight. I dedicated myself to it. We shot on weekends and mornings, here and there throughout the year, on a eight millimeter Super Eight millimeter with no sound. So. They use their forced perspectives, they made, they built their own sets and costumes, and it's an incredible movie to watch, because I know you're gonna really enjoy it. It's a, they, they call it an underground gym. Yeah. So, um, what was I getting at?
0: What was I getting at? Uh, USA Up All Night. I, I guess. No, um...
2: Steve Wang, come from Rascals. Yeah. Okay, so I got four movies on that complete station. Uh, Dog on Christmas, have you seen
0: that? Um, no, but I, I, I'm very, I'm familiar with it, why Norski directed it, right?
2: Jim Norski, who directed Chopping Mall.
0: Yes, in, uh, Return the, of Swamp Thing.
2: This is his kid's movie, the first of a trilogy, mm-hmm. but the first one that I'm in is the best. Of it's course. A, it's a fun little kid's movie,
1: low budget, whatever. Well,
2: so he gave me a really good part in that, and then he put me in the second one for a, uh, Dog on Hollywood. Yeah. It's sort of called Dog on Adventure. I was not in Dog on Adventure. I was in Dog on Hollywood as a um, executive, an, an ad executive, a couple lines. Yeah. And go ahead if you want to say something, and we'll start talking about the Stalker.
0: They, there's a foreign movie called Dog on Toast. Have you seen that one?
1: No.
0: Okay. Stalker. The Stalker. That was a good time. There was yeah, a
1: yeah, I really enjoyed watching uh, the stalker. It's a good movie. And I think you did a great job in it. Well, thank you. Um, the
2: lady in the donut shop, in the background on the table, is my wife. She came with me to Havana, Georgia. So I, I she wanted to go with me, so I said to the producer, her name's Michelle Lewis, she's a beautiful, lovely lady. And so I said... If you buy her uh, a seat next to me, you can take it out of my uh, my salary. So she did, and you know I had to bring my wife and lose some money. Whatever, it was was all right. But um, she's she's the lady sitting in the background at the donut shop. Very cool. So she's got two credits. Dog on Christmas. She's a train passenger, and now she's a donut shop patron yeah hey now now she just needs uh, one more that is still having five uh, her next credit is a uh, bitch of the
0: month anyway <laughs> <laughs> doggone Christmas that's the move to take though you know I know we came from kind of like the horror background but going the family film it's a bigger audience you know what I mean you, you, you definitely you get into you yeah,
2: get, I do it all you know yeah always kid friendly and, uh, and I really enjoyed that and uh you know, it, it, it's amazing because um, all the interviews I've done, they go straight to say by the bell. And you never mentioned it once. But it's kind of cool because you're focusing on all my other stuff. We love it all. Let's finish the stalker thing. Let's okay. it. Okay. <laughs> when you last saw me, and it's okay to say all this because it's uh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. You saw me. I, I get choked by the guy in the back seat, right? Yes. Yeah. Welcome to Stalker 2. I didn't die. He me, he's forcing me to become his an accomplice and bury bodies and plot against killing the family. And I had no choice basically or he'll kill me. So I'm a reluctant, you know, a sidekick to him. But I have like double screen time and I got some really funny lines. It's a she really wrote this one. You know, so interesting. So I'm in the whole movie. I'm going to Atlanta, Georgia at the end of August to film this. And I got a little raise in my pay. But you know what the best part of all this? What?
1: My wife's staying home. Well, I gotta say, I mean, I can't wait to see the sequel because, I mean, uh, like you said, I mean, uh, seeing you getting choked out, and then, of course, I looked and noticed that you're in the sequel. It was like, Hmm. So how are it going what we're going to do and 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 that sounds sounds like a great uh, great added uh, kind of thing. It sounds like a lot of fun. Did you uh, did you watch after the
2: credits the final shot like the Marvel type of thing? I didn't uh, see that one. Me? I didn't know there was anything after the credits. I watched all
1: the way through to the credits. You
2: got have your friend put it on the uh, after the credits and, and you have to watch it right now. What happens? <laughs> Okay, just give me a second. Well, what, fast forward to the after the credits.
0: Well, while you're running there with the stalker, I know that you're, you are play a pizza dude, which is kind of life imitating art a little bit, because I don't you own a pizza shop, I believe, or something like this.
2: Oh no, I work at my dad's restaurant. Okay, it's, it's a Fomen's, Uh It's a family restaurant. He originated in Cleveland. He opened uh, a small one in Encino, and then he opened one uh, in Santa Monica, and he had other endeavors, but. This is the last one. Roman's Deli at Santa Monica. 1832 Wilshire Boulevard. Uh, please come in and ask for Troy, and I'll make sure you get a free breath mint.
0: <laughs> it's the most important part of the meal. You want
2: deli food? Corn Rubens, pastrami, all that? Oh, yeah. And we got it all.
0: Definitely go support if you're in the area. You know what I mean?
2: You were, you were in Los Angeles recently, I saw, from your Facebook.
0: Alex was, yeah.
2: Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, next time you're in
1: town, stop by Santa Monica, and I'll, I'll hook you up. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was out there to uh, shoot um, uh, Scream Bloody Murder, which is a kind of a callback to the
0: uh, like 90s slasher kind of films. Yeah, nice. I support it. Um, you know, in uh, 1988, uh, you got to work on Phantasm two being a horror fan. What was it like working with uh, Don Coscarelli? That must have been cool. All
2: right, here's the um, here's the rundown on that. Phantasm is my favorite horror movie of all time, mm. period. I couldn't get enough of it. So I was living at home, and I saw I, I by the Hollywood Reporter, because it shows what movies are coming out and, and poster art and all that and they announced phantasm too so I got another boner and <laughs> then I wrote a letter to Don and uh, I'll do I'll work for free I'll do anything please let me on the set I you know I'll work for free so um his assistant uh, called me and said oh, come on down we're interested you in the uh, craft service
0: uh, what's craft service I didn't know yeah. Making the
2: coffee, you know what it is, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Food. Yep. Because, yeah. Taking care of the the food trap, right?
1: Yes. Yes. So they give me forty dollars a day.
2: So at uh, five days, I, I had like two hundred dollar check, but I didn't care. I was just work, I was working on that. I was taking pictures and and stuff. And Don's all, "You're not going to show the public any of these, right? I'm all, yeah, I promise. <laughs> and you believe me." and then, that's what I met I met Angus Graham you know Rory Guy rest in peace Reggie. Huh? of course Michael wasn't working on that one Michael Baldwin obviously was so I spent two months working on Phantasm and then I told Don you know Don I, I'm a member of SAG if you want to throw me a line or something just to put it in his head right mm-hmm. that did not hurt so one night we're at the um, the graveyard where the uh, all the graves have been dug up remember that oh yeah and he put me in the graver's outfit with the rubber pickaxe. So I'm the guy digging the grave, picking up the uh, grave. When Reggie and the, the other, Michael, you know, James, the gross, they pull up and uh, they see me digging away. So that's my big screenshot on that one. Uh,
0: that's a very cool fun fact. Yeah, we got to meet on, uh, I, I hosted a panel for the fourth anniversary, uh, of, of Phantasm a couple years ago and Don was there in the cast they were super cool super cool guys and girls for sure nice um
2: so yes. um so anyway here's another cool story you know yeah. how you look into things is one day they uh say hey Troy and then he was a horror fan and Evil Dead is my second most favorite horror film yes you like Evil Dead, right? Oh,
0: fucking, of course.
2: Oh, yeah. Of course. They, they said to me, hey, hey Troy, um, Sam Raimi and Robert Tappert are going to come visit the set Is they were friends with Don. You. I said, oh, my God. Uh. So,
0: Raimi didn't show up, but Robert Tappert did. You know his name, right? Of course. Oh, yeah, You're the producer, yeah.
2: Sam's producer. So, I said to him, you know, I'm SAG and I'd love to work on uh, Evil Dead 3. He goes, well, we're not there yet, but I'm shooting something at, at the uh, San Pedro Pier, and we need some bad guys. and You'd be perfect for it. So he gave me a stunt players um, contract, and I worked one day in San Pedro as the. Um, did you see my scene where I get out of the Lincoln Town car? Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah, in oh, uh,
1: Darkman, right?
0: Huh? Darkman. Uh, you, yeah.
1: You're talking about Darkman, right? Yeah, Darkman. So I get out of
2: there. With uh, Danny, um, the guy who passed away. I
0: don't know. Hicks. Sorry, I Danny was, uh, Hicks. The guy
2: with the the peg leg who turns into a gun.
0: Danny Hicks. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, mean, I remember that. Yeah, Danny Hicks. He was
0: too, also. he's so an intruder like, kind of as well.
2: Thing. And I, you know, I got, I still get residuals from that one.
0: Hell yeah, it's a big movie. Dark Man was a huge film, great film, and that was on. That yeah, was so, yeah.
2: So anyway, I'm, I'm working at the deli. This is like what twenty years later. There's a guy sitting on the bench, and look looks like Sam Raimi. Ooh. I'm all. Is, is your name Sam? He's all yes. Raimi? He's all yes. I'm all, I was in one of your movies 20 years ago. Which one? I said Dark Man. So I kind of like reminded him. He didn't really remember. You know, there's one time he lined up all the bad guys. Right before we did a shot, he's, he goes to each one, what's on your mind in this scene? What's on your mind in this scene? You know, he's talking like eye to eye. Each person, like a, a drill sergeant, he comes up to me and he goes, "What's uh, what's your mind on the scene?" He goes, "My mind is, that I would like to be on Evil Dead Three, sir." <laughs> Just concentrate on this today. Is that cool?
1: That is cool.
0: I love that story.
2: So I had a picture of him and me. This is before the smartphones. This is when I carried a camera. On.
0: Yeah.
2: And it was me and him twenty years ago. We we're both effing young. And I gave him a copy of it, and he loved it. Hell yeah! yeah that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, Sam. You know, Ray, if you, you look in my photo gallery, all the pictures are there. You skim through it, and with the um, celebrities and stuff. But the celebrities just come in the deli, like Gary Pusey, and there's so many of them. Ned hmm. Asner. My my dad said, you know, they're coming here to relax. Please don't ask any more <laughs> to take pictures with you. So, you know, I found, you know, when when um, Roger Corman came in with his wife, yeah. I said to Roger, um, I worked with your um, Jim Minorsky, who Roger recruited recruited way back then. You know about that, right? Oh, yeah. So I said, I'm not supposed to take pictures, but he was, get in here, take a picture with me. So that I could tell my dad, um, well, he invited me to take the picture. I didn't ask him. So that's how I got
0: away with that and the Ed Asner one. Ed Asner's a big one to have, yeah. Yeah, Sam uh, Raimi. Sam Raimi, we often uh, talk on the show about, you know, very influential. I mean, super, his camera work is, you know, c- c- influential, copied by a lot of people. It's great. And you take the fact that he yeah. was
2: copied by Don Toscarelli with the Phantasm Ball. Yeah. It through three different doors, which I enjoyed, though.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. And you take into like, he crosses genres. Like, Raimi is a director that I really appreciate because he can jump around to different genres and like really do them well. And uh, I think I think he reinvented the superhero movie when he made Spider Man because th- the whole way that you know superheroes were s- shot, kind of like Batman had a real a standard shot, Superman real standard. But Spider-Man's that first one that you really incorporates that Raimi style of the camera moving all over the place That you see everywhere in, you know, comic book I movies were the best Oh, for sure Absolutely. Like those? Uh, Absolutely Like the telephone in uh, the, guy, uh, the boss's office just ringing and making him furious mm-hmm. That's the best Oh, yeah Because
2: yeah, it's, a- it's like right out of the comic book it was a, a perfect example Of
0: having like A super talented director Do something that he was Grew up being a fan of You know and he's gonna do it right You know what I mean It was uh, I was hey, saying Yeah Did you
2: watch The Quiet Place Part 2?
0: I haven't seen that yet No
2: It is so much Awesome
0: Really? You gotta see it Alright cool yeah. I like the first one
2: Yeah This one This one Better
0: I like to hear that I'm
2: it's telling you It's better Hey, since it's on my mind, did you ever watch a movie called uh, The Human Race?
0: The Human Race? I don't... um, How long... When when did it come out?
2: I'd say maybe six years ago or so. There's a guy, he's on crutches, he he only has one leg, Hmm. and this spaceship uh, brings like 32 random people up and puts them in this um, this maze of death where they have to race. it's It's just... this is one of the most creative you try to climb the fence your head explodes you go ball and roll your head explodes yeah. you gotta watch this movie it's incredible
0: it's got the double meaning kind of dealing with humanity as well as a gentleman that don't have a leg you know what I mean I'm sure that plays a part into it somewhere psychologically the race part yeah, and,
2: and the ending is incredible I'm, I don't want to ruin it for you but you gotta watch it and what's it I don't know, it took like three years to shoot it, like the low budget style, but uh, yeah. it's got a lot of bad reviews, but I really enjoy the. I thought of that movie.
0: Oh yeah, we don't hate on no movie that takes a long time to shoot, sometimes you gotta take the time to do it right, and you can't, you know, you can't, you can't hate on that.
1: Well, I'm <laughs> well, means to, to this, yeah. but yeah, you have to take as long as it needs to, to make sure that it finishes well, and that you make a good product. Which leads me into this. About six years ago, I was asked by this guy named Ron Atkins,
0: um, to be in his movie called, uh, Christ Rising. Mm-hmm. So, he's been shooting, he shot that for like,
2: different scenes for like six years. He used me for one day, no pay. But it's another little co-starring part. At first time in the, uh, I'm a, like, a, it's like, little, ranch of a store selling cigarettes to the main guy and yeah. i he asked me where the church is and I, I put on this aluminum hat warning him of the aliens and he goes to the church and then he sees me i'm clean cut i'm a priest now he does this a lot in this movie yeah so he, he took his time for six years filming editing everything and he said it's finally ready so it's gonna be the one of the best things i've ever seen or it's gonna go oh I don't know what to expect you know what I mean
0: <laughs> well that's how it is with most films you know what I mean unless it's well, it's
2: got it's got um, Jesus Christ it's got the lady from *A Spin Your Grave
0: okay Camille
2: yeah okay it's got another horror uh, chick
1: too I can't think of her name right now uh, Lynn Lally yes that's it how do you know well, uh, psychic I, I cheated I went to IMDB <laughs> oh, that's cool
2: and there's a guy from uh, Friday the Thirteenth in there too.
1: Okay. Who she is? I don't remember his name. Let's see. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Paul uh, Kratka. Kratka? Yeah, that's it. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, part three. Yeah. Right. So anyway, I'm I'm
2: dying to. I I didn't meet those chicks. I was hoping to but when he goes to the church and he goes to the church and he meets them and they're like witches or something I don't know mm-hmm. the, the movie's supposed to be crazy um, the, the, the main guy Rod Switzer, Switzer he says it's going to be epic so let's let's find out what happens with that one you know
0: yeah you know we're well, we're uh, you know we do like to talk about television shows as well on this show. Um, we both grew up in front of the TV, you know what I mean. Um, and you've been a, a part I'm of a lot.
2: Driving because I gotta go home and look for something. Yeah, yeah I gotta pick up my wife at four. We can keep
0: talking. You have been a part of a lot of really cool shows. Um, you know, do you have anyone, out of all the cool shows that you were part of? Do you have any any ones that you I mean that stand out to you or any cool stories from them? I mean, I I don't want to take up your whole day, but I, I, we could probably roll through every show and ask questions. No, because, you know what I mean? Uh, back in
2: '91, I was like, I had a manager and an agent,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and the man, I was just getting like one sitcom after the other. Like uh, just a ten of us. I I went for the the main bad kid, but they invented a part for me because they liked me as as Toad, his little sidekick. Yeah, so, so then I did just the ten of us. Life goes on. Perfect strangers, which leads me into you know, there's nothing better than working on a on a show that you know you're a big fan of.
1: Of course, like Married
2: with Children. Yeah, so of So I got the part with Married with Children. They wanted a a heavyset guy that used to be the hero football captain back in the day for this. It's called Kelly's. Um, it's called Blonde Blonde and Blonderer. Kelly's 10th reunion yeah. so I, my part was uh, you'll never see it because it was cut out Hey, there's a, uh, a table with all the hot ladies Kelly and her hot friends and I come up there well in the audition I put a pillow for my couch under my shirt so when I got in there it goes is that your stomach or is that a, a padding or like a pillow I said it's a pillow it's, you don't need that just take it out and you think know, I was up without it right yeah so, <laughs> I, I had one of the producers order, pull my fucking couch pillow. <laughs> 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 That's so, <funny>. so, <laughs> so the line was, hey there, ladies, remember me, Chad, captain of the football team, eh? And then uh, Kelly goes, oh hey, Chad, I think there's a pie eating contest over there. I go, oh, And I run off to go join the pie eating contest. <laughs> I like but it. I and then my, my second part in it was, um, I'm waiting in line for the, the fruit punch bowl or whatever, and Bud steps in front of me. So I, I tap him on the shoulders and I go, Hey there, little guy, I know cutsies. And then they, um, they, it, they, someone came up to me and goes, He's very sensitive about his height. Don't add that line to it. to say, Hey, guy, I know cutsies. Because I added that to it, and, and they were very nervous about it. But the thing was, I told everybody and their grandma, to watch me on that certain night, and when I started watching it, I was so freaking stoked. They cut me out.
0: Yeah.
2: So I wow. asked. I said, "Find out what happened." They said they cut me out for time time purposes. So I have to believe that. I you know my, my part was good. And wouldn't
0: it wouldn't be Bud Bundy purposes.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he's got that much pool.
0: Well, this is this was this was a right, This was a uh, peaking. And you guys, I, I, yeah. He,
2: he wasn't mad pissed because he still, he still uh, took a picture with me. But you yeah. can see my Facebook gallery.
0: Hell yeah, that that show. I
2: got a picture with her, and a picture with Ed O'Neill, and and uh, Kelly, uh, Christina. Christina. And here's another yeah. story, just like the Sam Raimi. One day, um, they told me that the father from Mary with has been coming in he had soup. So one day he's there right in front of me on the deli counter. And I go, do you remember me? Uh, I told him the episode. He, he barely remembered. And then I, I showed him on my iPhone the picture of him and me from back way back then. He remembered. I said, can I take a picture with you now? To do it before and then? He said, oh, yeah. Because he doesn't let hardly anybody take pictures with him. Yeah. So another one of my Facebook things is me and him from back then and and now, just like he did with Sam Raimi.
0: Mm. That's cool. And I
2: so, um, uh, I don't know. Oh, then one day, recently, about six months ago, Katie Seagal. Yeah, she was. She showed up. My my wife told me she's getting in her car. She's leaving. So I out after her, and she rolled out her window. Like she's like thinking, "Oh, another stupid fan schmuck or whatever." I go, "I just wanted to let you know." um Do you remember I was on the episode of Saved by the Bell? I mean, not Saved by the Bell. Very children. She goes, "Oh yeah, I remember that." So I just wanted to say hi and. And, and see if you remember that that's all bye bye she was cool yeah cool but back then she was very distant she wouldn't come out she had her own little space mm-hmm. I wanted to take a picture with her but it never felt right
0: the the Peggy Bundy character seems like it's a like a like it's actually it might be one of the most you know de- you know change up like at real acting you know what I mean of the family you know what I mean so to speak they're all acting of course but like just that weird you know there's a, there's a lot of physical movement and body like uh, body language that she's always giving off even when you know when she's not doing lines or whatever you know what I mean so she could very well have to do uh, it, it,
2: it was a perfect fun show I couldn't wait oh. you know I like stupid comedy I love stupid comedy you know like um, Van Wilder mm-hmm.
0: you saw that right oh
1: yeah oh yeah the best part was uh <laughs> what was the best part to you I think see if it's the same to me
0: the one with um, the early Ryan Reynolds
2: yeah you remember the best part of that movie
0: oh man it's let me see here is there a part with a big gigantic pimple on somebody's neck in that movie
2: here's the best part to me yeah is he had a bulldog with those big testicles
0: yeah
2: <laughs> and they put the, the, the sperm in the eclairs
0: yes yes yes
2: yeah. and they say from the girls so the jocks are eating, and go, well, one of them goes, go, oh, my, and we're tipping down his chin, oh, my, still warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then at the bottom of the basket, it's just
0: them the, the processing the bulldog. Sheesh, man. That is and a fun movie. That was, like, the best scene ever. That is a fun movie. <laughs> yeah, to go back to Married with Children, though, that is, at the time, that show is what, I, 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 I equate that almost to, like, all in the family type deal, where it's like, no, it's like not your cat, not your typical family type deal It's like a darker family But like Everybody loved that show Like Married with Children was gigantic Like huge And definitely you know Kudos for being did on it That's put,
2: um, Remember the, um, the No Man Club?
0: Of course You can still buy oh, the yeah, shirts the, fat
2: guy, the, fat, the fattest white guy there His name's William Bell mm-hmm. And I saw him in an audition I actually did a commercial with him For the um Uh uh, voc, uh, Jim Bean. Jim Bean. Nice. So I, I, took, I took a picture with him because I recognized him. And, and that's in my face. You can go through my pictures on Facebook. There's a lot of pretty incredible pictures.
0: He's usually got the big mustache, I believe, that actor. A mustache Yeah he's a big mustache guy He's usually In the no man Oh No I'm thinking of the other one There's oh, the dude no. with the mustache And there's like the other sitting
2: one
0: Yep, airline In a pot belly Yep yep. Rub- yep I know who you're talking about Blonde He, he used to be blonde Mr. He- Mr. Bell Yeah He looks like the dude From Tenacious D That's not Jack Black Kind of
2: Yes 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 Yes
0: Yes, yes Definitely Yeah I th- Yeah Yeah that's cool What's your favorite
2: horror movies?
0: Oh, my favorite, well, of course, The Shining, you gotta say, cliche, Evil Dead, of course. Um, uh, let me see, let me try and think of some, you know, we love the trauma movies, of course, we consider them horror, um, the Fulci movies, the Beyond's a great movie, Argento's, you know, Suspiria's classic, Cannibal Holocaust, you know, one, one of what the greatest. Say,
2: what do you think of the remake of Suspiria?
0: I thought it was good and would have done better if they didn't call it Suspiria, that was, I liked it. that was that my was take I liked it
2: a lot anyway yeah um, how did you get Shakespeare Shitstorm
1: oh yeah that that, that was uh, funny um uh
0: i actually Matt. I think you're uh, the other one who told me about the casting yeah right? they were yeah they were casting then mm, I told Hockey should do it you know tr- Lloyd
1: and is in like it was blood or did you just film it live? Oh no no! I filmed it uh, live. Um, I auditioned, and they uh, told me about when they're doing the the scenes. Uh, I actually spent a week in uh, Queens, New York. Um, I got an Airbnb, and I uh, went to sets every every uh, every day. And uh, I ended up being a reporter, and in uh, the ending scene. And I ended up being one of the, uh, VIP, um people in the beginning that gets all of the shit dumped on. Let me ask, just tell me the truth. I don't give a shit either way. I'm just curious because as, as
2: a fan and then an actor, uh, did they pay for the Airbnb?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> no. no. Did, they pay you, uh, did they pay you anything? Uh, no, Um, uhm, from what I know, and, uh, the people I talked
2: to, I don't think they paid anybody. Yeah, that's not true. So it was like a Fortress of America situation, but I had room in a motorhome that you had to pay for a, a,
1: a house to live in. Yeah, pretty much.
0: It was uh, It was like Fortress okay. without the Nova, Fortress. I mean, that's, I mean
1: like you said, with the people I talked to, I don't think... I don't
0: think anyone uh, anyone got paid on that at least i live talk. Well, the Troma deal, that's how Troma kind of does it. All their cast and cr- some of their crew. I know that the DP usually gets paid and maybe some of the ADs, but... Um, well, let, me, let me tell
2: you a memory of mine. Yeah. On, on Clash of Newcomer 2, uh, Lisa Gale, is that her name? That played the, mm-hmm. uh, the big wig?
0: Yes. Yep. What was
2: this? What's her name?
0: Lisa Gale. Lisa Gale. I'm pretty sure it's Lisa Gale. Yeah. I know Lisa Gale is. Her name, a name is. Big promo. I was
2: Walking by the um, wardrobe truck where she's being fitted with a rig and all that, mm-hmm. and she said, uh, "Eric was standing next to me. I was just minding my own business, waiting for my turn." She goes, "Eric, are you going to pay me already?" Eric pulls out this big fucking wad of money, and he has it like two thousand hmm. dollars, and I'm
0: like.
2: Jesus, I'm working for free. Look, but I was nobody, so I didn't say nothing because I wanted the film credit.
0: Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was, yeah. Uh, no one pulled out a the cast for me.
0: God, do you want to talk about Save by the Bell at all?
2: My said How that came the, about, real quick. Uh, Save by the Bell, and I never heard of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: it a kids' show, or whatever. And I just did like a. Beverly Hills mutant teenage fuckers or whatever.
0: That's my favorite movie, man.
2: You know what I'm talking about? Tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So I thought it was going to be something like that, but no, it was much bigger than that. So I, my, I was cast as Scud, you know, the guy with the Slayer shirt. Yeah, uh, yeah. The No Hope with dope.
0: Oh yeah, I love that. I want that shirt. Yeah.
2: I I don't know where it is right now. It's gone. I threw a lot of shit away when I was. I was drunk and threw a lot of my acting stuff away because I was bitter and I I was, I was drunk and said I'm done with acting. Yeah. That's when I took a 13 year break and I threw out my, my leather jacket, the, my punk jacket that I regret. And my fatigue. I threw out a lot of shit and I regret throwing it away. Yeah. Anyway, back, so a couple days later, my manager calls me, and she's like, "Um, my manager's her name back then was a a Gloria." Oh. Hanson, she played Gloria on, uh, the oddball movie. The oddball, the odd couple.
1: Ooh. Oh,
2: okay, okay. <laughs> One of their wives or whatever. Yeah. So okay. she's a manager, and she, um, she picked me up when I did Speak of the Devil. One of the guys introduced me to her, and, and I signed up with her. So she goes, they love you. the Devil loves you, but they don't want that character anymore. I want to tell you out a, a stupid guy Named Ox But you gotta go down there And read a couple lines So I went down there and Everybody was there And I had read a couple lines And Robin Littman, The casting director goes They like Come talk for a second they go Okay you're Ox So after one episode Led to um Eight more Seven or eight more
0: Alright I like so it cool. I love and then, uh, yeah.
2: then the very last one The, the school song one Peter Engel you know him right
0: mhm in, in the show
2: Peter Engel the producer of Say by the Bell mhm yes okay yeah yeah anyway I don't think he's not gay but he's got um, like the gayest voice and I'll do an impression of him <laughs> hey Troy um, we're, we're gonna do a, a Stay by the Bell in Hawaii and we're, we're gonna bring you uh, a board how about that I'm all oh yeah so then the rest of them I heard was cricket sounds like up. <laughs> <laughs> and they never called me for it Because he wanted to save a few dollars So That was the end of that And then they didn't put me in the college years Which I would have been perfect for Right I mean, I'm a little bit about that Don't you think I would have been good for that one?
0: I think oh, yeah. so I
2: mean I really uh, wish that they backed back it back For the college years Yeah I don't know what's up with them But that, that could have been better
0: I think they should have had you anyway,
2: They should have had uh, you Stayed by the Bell reunion At the um, Stayed by the Max restaurant here in West L.A.
0: I would rather have seen you than that football player, dude. No, but I, I heard about it and that was super cool. They re, they did it all up to look like the Max, right, from back in the day.
2: Yeah, it, it, it was lined out the door. So I, I did a, I was there three times of a photo and autograph session and I, I, I felt like a big star, you know, people lined around the block just to get my picture and, and uh, you know, there were a lot of people there. But not uh, Dustin, Bob Ressusso wasn't there, Mario and, and the other guy it was just like characters like me Max Nordstrom was there and and the other n- little nerd and some of the hot girls yeah. anyway nobody but a lot of the uh, co-star people were there and you can see the picture on Instagram and Facebook feed your research
0: yeah I'm with it
2: cool I'm with right. it any more questions cause I gotta go run inside my house
0: well, if you gotta go then we'll let you go, my friend. This was a great interview, man. You're, you're a great dude. We really thank you for being on the show. Um, when I, if you ever want to come back on the show, we'd love to have you again. You know what I mean? Talk about new films and such. You know, let us be a... Yeah, maybe
2: when i get back from the stalker, maybe. Hey, I wrote a joke. Um, want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how 7-Eleven got its name?
0: No. Oh.
2: Well, by 7 p.m., there's 11 homeless guys out front. Thank you. My next show's at 6. (laughs) Bye-bye.
0: So, hey, folks, that was Troy Froman, killing it. Um, We thank him for being on the show. We thank you all for listening. And uh, if you enjoyed the show, check out more shows. And uh, check us out on the social medias. Check out Troy Froman and all the stuff he does. He's got IMDb pages to go poke in. He's got pictures on there and links and all that good stuff. He's on social media as well. Support him. And uh, Jamie Balsamo, give this man some loot. He needs some money. You know what I mean? I wants you to give him some money. Uh, he's been acting so long. We all need some money. We all need a little loot. That's what I say. Um, now the independent game's a weird game, as you know. Um, money isn't always quite there, but when it is, uh, it's there, I guess, you know what I mean? And when it's there, it's not here. And, uh, what I I mean by not here is not on our part, our persons, but, uh, fantastico. Alexander, you want to say anything in closing? Um,
1: nothing other than, um, it was great having Corey on, I'm glad that we got to talk with him, um. About his experiences, he had some great stories. Uh, this man has, you know, worked with some great people, and he himself is he a talent uh, and and a lot of fun. Every time I see him, I, I mean, I always can't help but smile because he always uh, is is a uh, plays fun characters and and it's always a lot of fun to see him on 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 the TV screen or on the big screen. I definitely check him out. Frohman is definitely a great
0: guy to keep an eye out for. Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure. And we'll have him on again. There's a lot more. He's he's still doing stuff. We'd even get a chance to tap into who's the boss, the Wendy years, some perfect strangers. We could have seen what it was like, you know, dealing with Cousin Larry and Balky Batakamas all in the same situation, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah a great dude and uh, a lot of great stories so thanks again if you're listening to it Troy we appreciate you and we appreciate everybody listening and we'll catch y'all on the next episode of the boom-bastic <laughs> er.